Well, welcome everybody. So glad that you are here today. And before we get to the word today, um, I want to say this is a special day for other reasons as well. Today is the very first uh, weekend that our new Connections pastor, Cody Raglan, is here with us. And if you turn around, he's standing right in the back there waving at you. And Cody, I'm going to say you have great timing because when I started talking, you weren't in here. And, and, and he, he's been back with our starting point group. But uh, Cody moved in this week to his office and Cody's going to be in, involved in uh, life groups, leadership, um, adult education, um, working with, uh, with uh, families in our church to get them connected, and about a hundred other jobs that some of them he knows about and many of them he does not know about just yet. But he's going to be involved with and we couldn't be more happy that Cody's here and his his wife Carissa and they have a five-month-old daughter named Joanna and so he's a new dad and so would you just give Cody and his family a huge new life welcome to our church family and I know Cody would love to meet you after church so I hope you'll take the time to introduce yourself but if you would right now could we pray together and just ask God to bless Cody's new ministry here God we just give you thanks today for Cody and, and his wife, Carissa, and daughter, Joanna. We thank you, God, for bringing them to our church family. And we look forward so much to the, the blessing that will come from him being a part of our team here. Lord, I pray that as he gets deeper and deeper into the work here, Lord, would you just bless what he does, Lord? Would you, Lord, give him all the leadership gifts that he needs, Lord? And would you help us as a church family be good followers of his leadership? But Lord, we, we're looking forward to change lives. We're looking forward to um, advancement of your kingdom, Lord. And so we just thank you for him and, and, and all that's gonna come with that, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, even 21 says this. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Well, it is a very special day in the life of our church today because today is the day that we officially launch our Go West campaign. And the verse that we just read together out of Ephesians chapter three, it is our theme verse for this uh, campaign because it represents and reflects something that we have believed for a long time, not just since the beginning days of this campaign, but long before that throughout the history of the church. And that truth is this, that God is able to do more than us. Do you agree with that? I sure hope so that God is able to do more than we are able to do. So much more than we are even capable of seeing or imagining right now in our wildest dreams. And, and here's something that's crazy according to this verse, that God who has bigger dreams and bigger visions than us and bigger plans, he wants to see those things accomplished through the church. In other words, God's vision through the church for this generation and for generations to come. And isn't it just a, a wonderful idea to think that we get to be a part of something that God has thought of, that he's working through the church, that will be around much longer than any of us are. It certainly makes me feel really good about what God is doing. So we come back to Ephesians 3.20. Now to him, now to God, who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. So yes, 
This is a very special day in the life of our church family. And if you are joining us for the very first time, either in this room or you're watching online and, and, and you clicked on us, like, hey, what's this all about? Let me just tell you, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about when I say go west. If this is your first time with us. And if that is you, man, I want to extend you a very special Special welcome from my heart to yours, and I want you to know that you could not be coming in or exploring our church family at a more exciting time in this church's history, and I would pray for you that God will show you some things and that you would want to come and be a part of what God is doing here. But when I say go west, I am specifically referring to a vision that God put on our heart some time ago concerning our church family launching a second New Life Christian Church campus on the west side of Bella Vista. That's what I mean when I'm talking about Go West. It's us moving into the realm of becoming a multi-site church and having multiple locations. And the reason why I say some time ago is because I can't for you today pinpoint the exact moment when God dropped this vision in our lap. I mean, I can't tell you, well, on September 1st, 1998, we, you know, it's nothing like that. It's just some time ago, God put this vision on our hearts. I can tell you that I've been the pastor here at New Life for six and a half years. And when the elders invited me to come down for an interview in the summer of 2014, the conversation of multi-site was involved in that interview process. Some version of it was in the conversation way back then that the feeling was that if the Lord would bring the growth that we believe he can bring here, then there comes a point where there's only so much this building can hold and only so much we can do on our two little acres here and that uh, our future growth would have to be matched with some level of creativity. So I can tell you this dream, this vision that's been brewing, it's just been brewing for quite some time. And what has been really awesome to watch, and many of you have been a part of this, is that as we prayed and as we worked, God indeed did bring the growth. We have been witnesses now for some time of many people who have chosen to give their life to Jesus Christ and follow and be baptized and live for him. And wasn't it awesome to start our service today by seeing a baptism? And, and if you ever wanna know, what is it really all about? Why do we do what we do? What, what is, why does New Life Christian Church exist? You just saw it. It's to make disciples. And I love it when we can see people cross that line of faith and follow Jesus. We have witnessed many people experience great life change in their lives. I know some of you right here in, this, in our church family right now can say, yes, God did a wonderful work in my heart. There's been restoration of relationships. There's been growth in your walk with Jesus. We, we got to see that over the many years. You know, over these last few years, we've seen many people move into Northwest Arkansas, Christians who are moving here. And they said, we need to find a new church family because we're in a new community. And, and, and your, church, your search for a church, it stopped when you walked through our doors. And I, you don't know how much that thrills me to say, when I hear you say things like, man, we've been looking for a church. We just moved to the area. And man, when we walked in here, we just knew God was telling us this is where we are to be. And, and that's some of you as, as well. And just to give you a little point of reference, because you may not know, especially right now during the coronavirus, 
But God has grown our church to, right before COVID hit, we were seeing around 1,000 people a weekend worshiping with us right here at New Life Christian Church. And, and in the year since COVID, that was before COVID, in the, in the year since, God has continued to grow our church family. Um, it just wasn't all that obvious to the church at large because we had been online for a good part of 2020. Uh, all of our people in your life, we were spread out. Our comfortability level with meeting together was, was across the spectrum. But during that time when, when we were spread out, God continued to grow our church family. And you would not believe how many people that God connected to our church family in 2020 through our online ministry. And I can't tell you how thankful I am that God had moved us in that direction before the coronavirus. Because when COVID hit, we just kind of kept going. And it just kind of kept moving along and, and where a lot of churches were trying to figure out how they're going to live stream, we were already there. And I thank the good Lord for putting that on us um, before COVID hit. We just kept going. And God used that to, to reach people, not just right here in Northwest Arkansas, but during 2020, we saw our reach expand literally from coast to coast. Can I show you something? Behind me is a picture of a map and this represents all the regions that people joined us for our Easter service last week at 10 a.m. live. These are, just, uh, these are more than just individual people. These are regions. Now, of course, right in the middle of the country, that's where you're going to see the most, but, but literally across the country. Now, these are people who joined us live on our website to worship with us. And what I mean by that, they intentionally went to our website and intentionally clicked our live stream viewer. That doesn't count people that watched on Facebook, which is many. It doesn't count those that joined us on YouTube Live. It doesn't count our Saturday night service where people joined us at our website and on Facebook. This is just our website, Sunday morning at 10 a.m., who watched live with us as we went about what we're doing. I'm telling you, God has, has broadened our reach. There are people right now across this country that consider New Life Christian Church their home church and they will never step foot in our door physically. That's what I mean. All this just kind of blew up during COVID. And, and I'll tell you, there's been so many of you who have made the point to tell me, it's like, Joe, my brother who lives in wherever is watching with us every week. Or my kids who have never found a church home when they moved to so-and-so, they watch with us. And I can see the joy and the happiness on your face to know that there's something that connects your church family with your extended family and your friends. And I'll be honest with you, I've lost track now of just how many of you have shared those things with me. But God is using our church. He is stretching our influences in ways that we just never really saw coming. Do you know our church has been a blessing to other churches in our country? I'll give you an example. Um, there was a, a, a church in Colorado. It was a Mennonite church that was without a pastor. And then COVID hit. And you know how it just affected a lot of churches. Um, there's a family connection. There's a family here that has family in that church. So they reached out to us and said, would it be okay if we played your pastor's sermons during our church services while we don't have a pastor? And of course, we're like, of course, it's perfectly fine. So as there was another church in Colorado that was tracking with us in the same, as we were teaching, and and I love that season. You know why? Because I would tell people all the time, yep, I get to be the lead pastor at New Life Christian Church and I'm also a Mennonite pastor. Did you know that? <laughs> I don't know what the Mennonites believe, but I get to be a pastor of a Mennonite church and I, I'm just joking around, but it was awesome to see God connect 
congregations together through technology in the middle of a pandemic. And that's just an example of God reached. Now that, that church has since found um, their permanent pastor. And, and you guys ought to see this letter that this church sent me. They sent me a thank you letter. And all the people in the church wrote notes in this letter. And they told me what they learned. And it was awesome. It's one of those letters that, you know, you keep forever and you pull out from time to time and read when you're kind of having a bummer day, which sometimes pastors have bummer days. And, and you just be encouraged by that. This letter is awesome. It's one of those treasured letters I'll have forever. But that's how God uses it. I'll give you another example. Um, Brother Samuel Joshua um, serves as an evangelist in the country of India. And just through technology, he started worshiping with us on Sundays from India and uh, began to be ministered to through our church family. And uh, that eventually led to some correspondence and I started sending him my sermons every week and he translates those sermons and he, and he shares them with all the pastors that he's trying to raise up and lead and the churches that he's planting. And, and, and how does that happen except through God just connecting people through, through technology and he's just stretching our influence as a church family. Um, uh, recently our church was able to help uh, Brother Samuel uh, drill a well in one of the communities. He was planting a church and this is a picture of that well behind me and he even put our church name on a sign so people would know over there um, where this came from. <laughs> Bella Vista, Arkansas. What? Where? What? Uh, it, I don't know. We're helping him do another one here soon and, and, and it's just been a real blessing. That's what I mean. God has just broaden our reach. And we couldn't be more thankful, not just in these examples, but you know, our missions, our missions team, uh, we've had a, a really strong missions ministry here for many years. And we have partners like one we just watched with Ron Morse in, in, in Burma, North Burma Christian Mission. And there's partners like that, that this church has expanded its reach as we help spread the gospel around the world. And if you have any interest in you, if God's stirring your heart to be involved in global missions, then there are folks on our missions team that would love to talk to you. Reach out for the office um, this week. We'll connect you with them. And they would love to talk to you about how you can plug in and get connected with world missions here right at New Life. But I tell you those things just to show you that God continues to stretch us in ways that um, we really never saw coming and God just did it. And, and he did a lot of that through a time when it felt like we were down, but God said, no, I'm gonna increase you. You know, over the years, we've had to add several worship services, including a Saturday night service. So in case you don't know, we have four identical worship services that meet here every weekend, one on Saturday night and three here on Sunday mornings. We have watched all the way up until the pandemic hit um, our parking lot and our seating capacity um, be pushed to its limits. And uh, there's a, a, before the pandemic, we had um, a number of folks that would park um, over at Reardon Hall. And they would ride the shuttle because they're like, I'm saved and sanctified and I love new life. This is my church family. But I know there's folks that do come here that they're not sure about what they believe and, and, and maybe they're just exploring. I want them to have my parking spot so it's easier for them to come to church. And a lot of you were involved in that with us. And I can't thank you enough. And you know what? I sense that that day is going to be on top of us again real soon. We've watched over the last few years our children's ministry really begin to grow. Uh, just a few years ago, we had just a handful of kids. But now, uh, right before the pandemic hit uh, last March, we were seeing 140, 150 kids every weekend here right at New Life. Our, our youth ministry is the same way. Just a few years ago, we had about a dozen junior high and high school students. And today, we get to minister to close to 100 junior high and high school students. We've watched as more and more people have joined Life Group.
groups these past few years, and we've tried to raise up leaders for those life groups. It's been challenging to do all that during the pandemic, but I can tell you right now, in our church family, there are more people who want to be in a life group than we have leaders for. So I've told Cody, you've got your work cut out for you. And, uh, and, and I told him, you ask away, because I know we've got life group leaders in our church. They just don't know that they're life group leaders yet. And they just need a little bit of nudge. So just know this ahead of time. When you talk to Cody, he's going to be listening. Are you a potential life group leader? And he might try to wrangle you in. And you know what? If God stirs in your heart that way, you embrace how God is moving in you and let God lead you in that way. It's, it's awesome. We've seen that grow. You know, I, I think about a number of our ministries. I think about what has taken off since coronavirus. We've watched our Celebrate Recovery ministry, which is a, which is a, um, a, a national ministry that helps people get through their habits, hurts, and hangups that meets here every Thursday night. We've watched that continue to grow and thrive and, and it's still gaining speed. I would say it's still gaining momentum. And, and if you're here, I would make the argument that there's not a one of us in here that doesn't qualify for CR. We all have a habit, a hangup, a hurt that we just need God's people to help us walk through. Every Thursday night, you're welcome to come be a part of it. We've seen our, our, uh, our, our primetimers ministry start to get reignited, and that is gaining momentum. We've seen our financial peace um, classes start to catch on again. We started a singles ministry that's still kind of in its infancy, but it's starting to gain momentum. We're looking to pump more into that. Um, we've seen in 2020 a ministry rise up here at our church, literally called Rise Up, which is a support group for women walking through um, the emotions and the strain of going through an abortion and, and that, that the Lord still loves you and, and can forgive and God's grace and he's got great plans for your life. And, and we're seeing that ministry touch hearts. And friends, I'm telling you about things that, that are just happening since the pandemic. That's not to mention before that we had an active men's and women's ministry that continues to grow and thrive. I told you about our missions. I could list off the different things that we're involved with in outreaches, but I just want you to know that as a church family, we have observed, even through a pandemic, that our church is swelling in many areas. And while this is exciting, we've always known now for quite a while that some action would have to be taken in order to see this movement continue. And that's exactly what happened in 2019. Uh, for those of you who may not know, God provided us in 2019 with a wonderful piece of property just off the new highway bypass, 15 acres. And when this opportunity came for us to get our hands on this property, man, our church family, they responded with tremendous generosity and, and we had that paid for in no time. In fact, in less than six months, we had this 15 acres of ground completely paid for. And it's sitting there just waiting for the New Life Campus to be built upon. And if you haven't been out there, you'll know it because we put signs up, literally. I mean, the second we signed the contract, we're we're putting our new life signs up there, and, and, um, and you've probably driven by that. In fact, the very next weekend after the signs went up on the West property, um, West Campus property, we had folks that came to church that next weekend. They said, hey, we drove by your signs, and, and we live out there, and that's just exciting that there's going to be a church out there, and that's probably where we'll want to go because it's right down the road from our house. Just out of curiosity, how many of you here live on the West side, and you'll probably gravitate over that way? Okay, all right. We're just taking notes here. We need to know who to send extra commitment cards to. Did we catch that? Did you guys get a head count? Okay. No. It's just being stupid. So by the fall of 2019, we had this property out there that was completely paid for. And like for the first time, 
for the first time, what had been a spiritual vision started to become a physical reality. And that was a monumentous moment for our church family. Something that had been a dream now was something that you could touch, you could walk on, you, you, could, you could be out there. I mean, and some of you have asked me if you can deer hunt out there. So I know you're paying attention, all right? When we bought that land, there were two tree stands that were already out there. And one of our elders goes, does this become ours? Do we get us? Well, maybe we should let the world know they should have their tree stands back. And anyway, it just was something that was spiritual vision became a physical reality. And, and it was just, it was just awesome. So we started to make plans and you guys know the movement happened. And then what happened in early 2020? COVID. COVID hit and everything changed, didn't it? And life just, life just got flipped upside down in 2020. Can I share with you uh, a few things about 2020 that I think is very important for you to know today that may not be obvious to everybody? I've already mentioned that we continue to grow rapidly in the year 2020, and God expanded our reach in many ways. That was exciting, just nobody could see it except for us, but it was exciting, all the people we connected with. But did you also know that we prospered in other ways? I, I can tell you that in the year 2020, in our 47-year history as a church, 2020 was the highest giving year in the history of our church. It was crazy. And not just by a little, by a lot. And I remember when, 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 when the coronavirus hit and everything was shutting down. I'll never forget. It was a Saturday night. We had just had church and there weren't hardly anybody that showed up for church that night, which was unusual for a Saturday night because that's usually pretty live and active and full service. And hardly anybody came. What was happening, that was the weekend. All the sports were shutting down. That was the weekend. that every, and Everybody was like going underground and all these churches were shutting down. And, and, and I remember that Saturday night after church, I met with some of our staff and we made the decision we should probably follow suit because we don't know what we're dealing with and we need to play it safe. And I remember walking out the door. Now, you don't know how hard that was for me as a pastor to say we're not gonna meet in person. But I remember walking out the doors and I looked at the other members of our, our team and I said, two weeks, I give it two weeks. We'll be behind us, we'll be back here in two weeks. Man, was I ignorant. Five months, five months, we were online only. Everything changed. And I think we were no different than a lot of churches. You run all the scenarios, all the what ifs, if this, then this. And, what, and, and you do that even in your own home when things change. And, and after a few weeks, we just sat back and said, we are worried about nothing because look what God is doing. Our giving rose 29% in 2020 in the middle of a worldwide pandemic when we didn't even meet live and see anybody for five months. How does that happen? You know what it is? Is you know God, you know, when we're kids, we sing the song, he's got the whole world in his hands. And you know what? When you see that to be the truth is when we struggle and when things are weird and when things, and it's almost like God is saying, what are you all worried about? I told you I'd take care of you. I told you that I've got everything under control. Why didn't you believe me? And every week that went on, it was just a daily reminder. God's got this. God's got this. So not only did we grow, but God prospered our church family. 
So the ministry continued. It looked totally different. You guys walked through it with us. It looked totally different, but it continued. It never stopped. And what we thought, we thought COVID was going to be this big roadblock for the church, but what it turned out to be was a catapult for what God was doing. So God was, he was actually stretching us. He was testing us, but you know what he also did? He tremendously blessed us. And I want you to know that today. Never once did we ever sense that God was telling us to stop this movement towards the, the West Campus. And so since he never told us to stop and everything looked like green light the whole way, we just used all of 2020 to map out every detail that there is to be mapped out about what it's gonna take to build a second New Life Christian Church campus out on that, on that West Side. And during that time, God partnered us up with two strategic partners that we thank the Lord every day that he connected our church family to. The first one is the ministry called uh, Brown Church Development Group, which has been um, in business for decades. And all they do is they help churches build churches. That's it. That's their whole ministry. And, and they've built many churches across the United States. We got partnered up with them, and it was like all the light bulbs went off. And uh, they've walked us through every detail for over a year now. And it's just awesome to be working with a group of people that know how to do what you dream about doing, but they're just as committed to the great commission of Jesus as we are. They just want to build churches for God's glory so more people can come to know him as their savior. And you don't know how awesome it is to have a strategic partner like that. And we also have another one called Christian Financial Resources, which is a ministry that has been around for over four decades. And their sole purpose is to help churches financially accomplish their building projects. They've been on board with us for a while now. They're helping us with this campaign. They're gonna walk step and step with us throughout the entire process. And I'll tell you more about these two strategic partners as we get a little bit deeper into this. But we thank the Lord daily that the Lord brought these two partners into our um, family. Then in August of last year, you might remember, after five months of being down, we started to host live worship gatherings again. And not very many people came. And it was a real show to us that, you know, our people just aren't quite ready yet, but we persevered on and we continue to have worship service even though the bulk of us were still worshiping online. And then about two and a half months later, we, I mean, it started to pick up some momentum. About two and a half months later, we let everybody know that we're gonna, uh, all the whole church is invited to be out at the West Campus for a worship and prayer event. Do you guys remember that? How many of you came out there in November as a part of that with us? Yeah, I see a few hands. About 125 people joined us out there. And you know what was wonderful about that just besides the fact of what God was doing? We, we got to be out on the new property and see it. That was a great thing. But you know what else was wonderful? For like the first time in many, many months, our church family could be together in a somewhat comfortable environment outside. God gave us a beautiful day in November. And we got this extended amount of time to just interact with one another and see each other again. And you don't know what a shot in the arm that was for our church family. Because before, we were all spread out. Everybody was masked up. And it just felt completely different than it perhaps does today. But that was just a wonderful thing. And, and there we, we unveiled the, the, the only picture we've ever released of the building. And we let them see it. And, and we told everybody to keep it a secret. We want this to be special. And I remember we pulled out this big picture of the building. And everybody took their cell phone out and started taking pictures. I'm like, no! And it's a good thing God gave me a big wide body. Because like, no! And I blocked the picture. And maybe it wasn't quite that dramatic. And I said, no, this is just for us out here. 
But it was wonderful. We, we, uh, we asked everybody to take something from the property, a rock, a stick, a leaf, put it somewhere where, where you'd be reminded to pray daily. And I know there's been many of you who have been praying daily for this campaign, what God's doing. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. People were texting me pictures. They would paint their rock, write scripture on it, put it next to their desk. And to see somebody walked out with a tree stump and I'm like, hey, take more tree stumps. That's one less stump to have to clear one day. But you know, they walked out and it was their prayer prompt. And I love it. I love it. But I know a lot of you weren't able to be out there with us. So I want to take about 60 seconds and I just want to show you what that moment was all about. Why don't you look at this? This is a drone shot of our property. Everything with trees on it belongs to the church. You know, it's about 15 acres there. There's lots of cars out there. We didn't really ask permission to do this. It's sometimes easier not to ask permission, you know what I mean? And uh, we created this clearing out, but there's a ton of cars you can't see. This is our 125 person gathering out there and, and it was just, we were singing and praying together. It was really great. This is what it sounded like. You know, it was just a really, really good moment for our church to be together in that way. And then, uh, and then in February, we mailed out our fact sheet, which was our first communication with the church family of an overview of what this campaign was gonna be like. And if for some reason you did not get that in the mail, hopefully you have picked one up here at the church. Now, I know we have them available out there at the display. If you, if you haven't seen that yet, or you can go to our website and you can find it there as well. But that would tell you just some basic information. For the past month and a half, we've been taking time in each of our services to pray diligently about the Go West um, campaign. And I, like I said, I've certainly appreciated those that have stayed with praying. I, I can tell you, I truly believe that God is going to use our Go West campaign not as simply a means to build a building, but to do something more spectacular than that in each of our lives. I believe God is gonna use this campaign to build something in us that's even stronger than brick or mortar. It's a stronger walk with Jesus and I know our church most likely is gonna to continue to grow in numbers, but more importantly, I want God to use this campaign to grow us stronger in our walk with him, stronger in our relationship with others. I, I truly believe God's gonna use this season to strengthen us as a church. Well, I've been sitting on this for like six months and I can't wait to show you what this building's gonna look like. Would you like to see it? Okay, that's not really convincing, so I'll just show you later. No, I'm kidding. Here, watch this. You get to see what it's going to look like. Currently located in the heart of Bella Vista, New Life Christian Church has been on the front lines of ministry for over four decades. God has been faithful in every way, and the New Life family has grown exponentially. Now, with the addition of a new highway bypass and the western expansion of our great community, we have the opportunity to see our God-led multi-site vision become a reality. With 15 acres of prime real estate located where the bypass exits Rocky Dell Hollow Road, this multiple-phase vision of a West Campus is set to become reality. Our nearly 18,000 square foot facility will feature a spacious main lobby, a modern auditorium, 
a secure check-in for New Life Kids, awesome multi-purpose ministry spaces for kids and students, meeting rooms and offices, which will provide our church family and community a tremendous resource that will grow with our ever-expanding community. With our eyes set on advancing the mission of Christ by helping everyone experience new life in Him, the West Campus will be instrumental in proclaiming the good news of Jesus and engaging our community for generations to come. Like with our current campus, New Life's West Campus will continue to be a place of welcome to all who step into the open and warm lobby. We want everyone who enters New Life to feel right at home and embrace the hospitality and fellowship of the body of Christ. Phase one of our West Campus will feature an intimate 300-seat auditorium, perfect for worship services, but also highly functional as it can be converted into numerous multi-purpose uses which advances the mission of new life. Our West Campus provides families with an open and secure check-in area where kids will love to go. We love kids at New Life and see them as the church of today, not tomorrow. We inspire kids to follow Jesus and to build great relationships with other kids and adult leaders who set great examples for them. Oh, and we believe that it's okay to have fun at church too. But that's just phase one of the vision. Our eyes are also set on the future and have intentionally designed a facility that will grow and expand with us. Phase one is just the beginning of what can be and what will be as we continue to put God first amplifying the truthfulness of his word, loving one another as Christ first loved us, encouraging and serving while helping everyone experience new life in Jesus. We believe that God cares more about where you're going than where you've been. So join us in this great adventure of letting our light shine for the Lord. Hey, that's pretty exciting stuff, isn't it? As finally get to see some images, and didn't it feel like you were just right inside the building? And of course, that's not the whole building, but it's some of the areas. And and uh, I, I, like I said, I, you don't know how hard it's been to sit on that for all these months, and knowing that what is coming, I'm glad to be able to show that to you. I want you to know that throughout the course of our campaign and the weeks ahead, I'm going to be sharing with you everything you need to know, and hopefully that will answer all of your questions. But we are gonna have two nights coming up that are gonna be just question answer night. So the first one is next Sunday and the other one will be a few days after that. It'll be on the 18th and the 21st. And that's where myself and David Brown, our executive pastor, our elders, we're gonna set up a time here at the church. If you have any question or just want more information or whatever, you just come during those times and, and we'd be happy to engage and, and answer any question that you might have. Um, we're going to post a lot of information on our Go West website page. So it's newlifenwa.com slash go west. So hopefully that will be the first place you look for any questions that you have and information that you might be desiring. On your app, there's a Go West uh, link and you can click that. It'll take you to the exact same place, but we're going to put a lot there. There's going to be emails that go out. There's going to be social media stuff that we're going to be doing. You're going to get some more mailers in the mail that we have prepared to go. There is going to be a 24-hour prayer event on April 30th leading into May 1st. 
So before the end of this campaign, we're gonna be spending some specific and significant time in prayer together. And so you're gonna have an opportunity. In fact, I was just informed that the, the signups for that, um, the reason why we'd have you sign up is because we wanna make sure all, t- all 24 hours get covered. But the signups for that are online right now. You can sign up for that. And I just know that God is inspiring some of you right now to take you know, that 1 a.m. to 2 a.m. block. You know, But we're gonna have the overflow room open that's gonna feel like a prayer setting. And we're just gonna invite anybody and everybody who will sign up to pray to have 24 hours straight praying for our church family. And we're gonna give you more information that, but that's on, on April 30th and, and, and May 1st. And before you leave here today, I'm gonna to ask all of you to pick up this prayer guide that's gonna be out at our display. And this is a 15-day prayer guide that starts on Thursday. It's 15 days leading up to our 24-hour prayer event. So I'm gonna ask you for this weekend, take one per family. We wanna make sure that we have enough for everybody. Then next week you can take more if you'd like, but we wanna make sure we have enough for today. One per family. And this thing is really neat. I mean, um, it's gonna give you instructions of how to do it, but there's gonna be some scripture to read. There's gonna be some thoughts to reflect upon, things to pray for and apply uh, to your life. And, and I just have in my, in stirring in me that if the entire church family would be be reading the same scriptures and praying about the same things. There's gonna be great alignment with our church and we're gonna use this tool to help us do that. So let me encourage you, pick one of these up on your way home and, or on your way out of here today and uh, just make a commitment. Starting Thursday for 15 straight days, I will go with my church down this road and I truly believe God's gonna show you some really great things through that. I can tell you that at any time you have a question or you want to talk about this stuff, just call the office. David and I are there pretty much all the time. We don't try to be too hard to track down. And we would love to meet with you, visit with you, any of those things. So please feel comfortable to give us a call here at the church office. And we'd be happy to spend as much time as necessary with you to answer all your questions. Or if you've got ideas or think that we haven't thought about something, man, we want to know about it. And, uh, and we'd love to engage with you that way. I can say with confidence that these are exciting times to be a part of New Life Christian Church. And I feel in my spirit that the best is still yet to come. God has given us 47 wonderful years, but I feel in my heart the best of our life, of our church family, is still out in front of us. But the best won't be because we built a building and started a second campus. That won't be our best. The best won't be because we set some financial goal and we were able to reach it. No, no, that's not our best. The best will be seen when each and every time that somebody crosses the finish line of faith and is enjoying new life in Jesus Christ, that's the best. That's the best. It was Jesus who said, in the same way, in Luke chapter 15, verse 10, I tell you there is rejoicing in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. That's the best, my friends. That's the best. And that's the work that this is all about. The best will be seen when God's grace floods into someone's life and those past mistakes and those regrets and those guilt, they dissolve away and are replaced with God's forgiveness and grace. That's the best, my friends. There was Daniel who said in Daniel 9, 9, the Lord our God is merciful and forgiving even though we have rebelled against him. The best is when someone discovers the truth that God cares more about where you are going than where you have been. That's the best. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if anyone is in in Christ, 
The new creation has come. The old is gone and the new is here. Friends, that's, that's the best. The best will be seen when our children and our grandchildren follow Christ in faith. And as a parent, you know there's no greater joy on this earth than to see your children follow in your footsteps of belief and faith and trust in Jesus and how great will it be a part of a church that focuses on that. It was even Jesus who said in Matthew 19, 14, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. That's the best. The best will be when we see the church meet the needs of those hurting people and lost people in our community and helping them in ways that only the church is equipped to do and they come to Christ from it. Friends, that is the best. It was Jesus who said in Matthew 5, 14, you are the light of the world. And if we don't see ourselves in any other way, we have to see it that way. We are the light of the world. There's something happening here that the world needs to see. And Jesus said, a, a town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others and they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. That is the best. That's the best. The best will be seen when God's word is boldly and unapologetically preached in all of Northwest Arkansas and anyone who cares to listen will know that there is a gathering of Christians who are not ashamed of the gospel today. That's the best. Because it was Paul who said in Romans chapter 1, verse 16, I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. We are going to go west because Jesus first told us all to go. Jesus, his final words to his disciples, he said, All authority under heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, and Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I have taught you. And surely I'll be with you always till the very end of the age. That is the best. And that is why we're going west. It's not about building a building. It's not about raising money. It's about leading people to Jesus Christ. And that's why I say our best days are in front of us. So friends, I'm gonna ask you to do something today. I'm gonna to ask you to make a commitment to not miss church for the next three weeks. I know that it's, it's a hard thing to commit to these days, but I'm asking you to make a commitment. I think God wants to show you something and you say, well, I got tickets to Cancun. <laughs> Just let me have those and you be here. <laughs> God will understand. I'll, I'll preach from Cancun. I, th I think I got a beach sermon coming on. <laughs> to the best of your ability, friends, be here. I think God's gonna show us some incredible things. Let me encourage you, starting Thursday, be a part of the prayer guide and the devotional guide. Do that with your church family. Set aside five minutes every day and just know there's hundreds of people that you go to church with and your church that's doing this with you. God's gonna bring that alignment together and, and, and move us in mighty ways. I wanna encourage you to pray. Sign up for the prayer event. Sign up for that little block of time. You don't have to pray for the full 24 hours, but sign up for that block of time. Say, I'm gonna be a part of my larger church family and I know right now I am interceding before God on behalf of my people here in Northwest Arkansas 
And my prayer may be the thing that's holding this thing together. Pray. And I believe God's going to do some mighty, mighty, mighty things. He'll show us the rest that we need to know. I thank you for being here. I hope that this excites you. I hope that you are optimistic about what can be and being a part of something that is bigger than our own dreams that God is doing that he wants to do through us. So can we pray about it? Lord, I just thank you, God, that we can be a part of this. That, Lord, you've put this vision in our hearts. And, Lord, we thank you in advance for the changed lives that will come from it. Lord, I thank you in advance for our own families that will be drawn to heaven because of the faith we're taking today. Lord, I thank you for the impact that it will have. Lord, I thank you that's going to change family trees. Lord, I, I thank you that it's going to make heaven fuller. So, Lord, as we advance in this campaign, we're asking for you to do a great work. And we know that you will. We believe it in faith. Inspire us, God. Impress upon us what it is you have us to see. And it's in Jesus' name we pray.